noticed that too. So I guess, okay, well, that just, you just answered that like yeah. curious. Just over here debunking the algorithm myths. I know. Now you guys are getting all the hacks. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Herspective, and happy post-Valentine's Day to everybody. Yay. I hope everyone had a day of love, whatever that was for them, whether it's self-love or with a partner, friends, family, whatever. Or Galentine's Day. I love that. Yeah. I, I had a great Valentine's Day. You had a pretty good one, too, as you were mentioning earlier. Well, I have – I'm lucky because I get, like, Valentine's Day – well, it's a long weekend, so I got two days of Valentine's Day, which was Friday and Saturday of this long weekend because technically the 14th is Ian's birthday. So he gets that day, but I make sure that I get, like, lots of celebrations for me. <laughs> That's a fun weekend. Yeah, overall it was yeah. a good weekend. Then we rolled right into Family Day if you are um, – well, some provinces in Canada anyway, Ontario obviously being one of those. So yeah, yeah we had a, it was a pretty good weekend. And yeah, I can't complain about the long weekends, even though the one complaint is that they just seem to fly by faster. I don't know why or how, but they do. Because it's just like this desperation that you never want it to end. Cause... <laughs> to preserve every second and yeah. the next thing you know, it's like, oh, we have to go to, to work tomorrow. Just clutching the minutes of a long weekend. <laughs> I'm not working. Don't ever leave. Don't leave me. Yeah, no. It is. It is nice to have them. Yes. But it's also good to be back. I look forward to our weekly uh, recordings because it's yeah. just another highlight of my week. So we've got a super fun and interesting episode today. I mean, for me, it was really informative. We just scratched the surface on our social media topic. But I mean, I didn't know a lot of stuff. And I think most people don't either. But before we get into it, let's shout out our sponsor. Yeah. So thanks to our sponsor, Vitality MD. Don't forget to use promo code HERSPECTIVE100 at VitalityMD.com to book for the O-Shot or Viviv treatments. So don't forget that's promo code HERSPECTIVE100. Yeah, so today's episode is, like you said, super informative. We got into a lot of things that, like, I don't know if a lot of people know about. I don't think they do because... I don't I feel like I'm just like wandering blindly the the streets of social media but <laughs> it was really nice to get some of that like basic fundamental information of how it operates. Exactly. It was good to kind of just get like I don't know, maybe I could we could say like top 10 tips or something. I don't know if that would summarize what we chatted about, but we like you said, we did get the fundamentals of if you're starting out especially and how to navigate the different features and then how to use them to your advantage especially if you are trying to build a brand or a business or just grow right like organically and yeah. we definitely we definitely chat a lot about the organic growth yeah because as you'll see that's the most important way to go if you take anything from this episode, remember that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is a lot to take from this episode, especially yes. if you are seriously trying to build your social media accounts for whatever reason. There is a lot. So to get into it, 
we are joined by Brooke Corradetti from the social media account Socially Brooke, which is also a social media management company that she started after going through a few different jobs and with some different education. It kind of led her down this path randomly and for her unexpectedly to become a social media manager. And uh, so far, she's loving it. We know a couple people that use her services. And so she fell into it, like we said. And she also offers services like product photography, engagement packages, branding packages. So definitely someone to check out if you are looking to get some help with your social media. So very excited. Welcome, Brooke. Thank you so much for being here with us. We're very excited to talk to you about this particular topic today because it's one that applies to everybody but I feel like a very select few really understand it and how to use it properly and what I'm referring to is social media. Hi thank you for having me I'm really excited to talk about social media something that I'm now confident in for sure so I'm excited to get into that with you guys. Yes, definitely. This is something that, you know, it's not just for personal use anymore, social media. As we all know, it's like the biggest way to do business. It's like, well, kind of for a lot of people, the only way they do business. So this is something that really people should really understand. And I'm really glad that you're here to like break down it because do I ever feel old when I'm trying to like figure out the Instagram algorithm? (laughs) Well, yeah, and that's what most people don't understand is like social media is the number one marketing right now. So everybody has to be on it if you want your marketing game to be A+. Well, it's funny, Jess, you said it's a way people do business. It is a business also, right? But first, tell our listeners a bit about yourself and like why social media. You're a social media manager. How did that all start? Yeah, so I'll kind of go with uh, when I started school. So I went to the University of Guelph and I did four years in sociology. Um, Probably about my second year. When I went into university, I wanted to be a juvenile detention officer. Super random. I don't know why that was like my... my, Slightly different from what you're doing now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then probably about second year, I decided that wasn't really for me. But I was already two years into the sociology program. And I was taking like criminal justice classes and everything. And I was like, this isn't for me. But I'm just going to finish university because I'm here. I spent the money. Um, Fun facts, I paid for all my university by myself. So it was a lot... I was like, I'm not going to waste my money. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Good job. Yeah. So then I was second year and I was like, I'm just going to finish it. So I actually fast tracked my program into, um, it was a four year program into three years. I did summer school basically. And then I took a year off after I graduated and I traveled for a year kind of to figure out my life and what I wanted to do. And then I started my master's in marketing management, which was all online super crazy. This is before COVID. So I actually chose to do all online. I find I learn better that way. That's just how I like, this is why I open my own company. I work better by myself. I teach myself things on my own. I do things better on my own. So I did my master's and that was a fast track program as well. So that was eight months long, eight months, I think. Yeah. That is and then unbelievable. I finished... Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. You it's crazy. Intelligent little cookie you are. There is no way in hell I could do that. 
no ever Uh, no especially for a master's and it's funny that you said you chose virtual school because i remember in university and i loved when i have had online classes because it's like yay i get to be in my pjs it's so much better now it's funny because people are like why are you choosing that (laughs) because we're all stuck at home (laughs) i know but yeah and then i finished my master's in the middle of in the middle of covid so april um 2020 and I was like, hey, what do I do now? I was like, I have two degrees under my belt and I don't really know where I'm supposed to go from here. So I was bartending um, in Guelph still, lived in Hamilton, was bartending, been bartending for like seven years. That obviously shut down, restaurants shut down. So I was kind of like in a limbo. Um, and then that's kind of where I came to open Socially Brooke. And that was in November of 2020. Wow. So that's wow. <laughs> It's a lot of, yeah, and that's a lot of different industries to be in. And I find that a lot of, I mean, you you opened your own company, so this doesn't really apply, but I don't know about you, Jess, like when you were applying for other jobs and they knew that you had like server or bartender experience, like a lot of places like that because it shows that you can deal with a lot of different types of personalities and like high intense situations and um, just, you know, you can kind of go with the flow. You can pivot really well so that, you know, I feel like that's a good background to have for any job. There's a lot of, you know, when you're job searching and you kind of tailor your resume to the job description. So there were so many things in job descriptions that I was applying for that I would be able to work into my restaurant experience. So, um, yes, you're right. And, and it did – a lot of people did prefer seeing that. But um, I just have, like, only one restaurant on there because it was so long ago now. But, yeah. Yeah, you, I don't have any on my resume anymore. a lot from working in restaurants and working in the bar- in bars. You, you learn to keep composed when you really want to, like, strangle someone. Yeah, Restaurants and bars is really where I learned all of my, you know, applicable customer service experience and dealing with the public and dealing with how to how to make people happy. So it certainly is a good way to get experience. Definitely. And so, Brooke, you kind of fell into starting Socially Brooke because of COVID then? Uh, yeah, I think that would definitely played like a large part in it. But also when I was doing marketing management in the course, you learn a whole different, like all different types of marketing. So social media marketing was one of the ones that I learned. So after I kind of finished my master's, I just kept doing research on more of the marketing to kind of figure out which one I wanted to fall into. Um, and I was actually on Instagram one day and I saw this girl like had like a social media marketing account. And I was like, weird, like, she has no experience. And like in that thing, she's like, I didn't go to school for any of this. I just one day started it. And I was like, well, I have all the background of marketing. And I was like, so, and I love being on social media, like working for other people with social media. So then I just decided like, this kind of seems like where I can come in with the knowledge that I have and why I went to school. Definitely. Wow, that's amazing. So tell us a bit about your business and like what social media's do you work with? Is there one that's better than the other? You know, just give us a little background about that. Yeah, so I would definitely say I don't really have a niche in my uh, social media. I kind of like to work with a variety of people. A lot of social media marketers don't really like that. They like to niche down, but I just believe that I take my clients in a way like I'll take you if I believe in what you do or believe in your business. Like I work with uh, real estate agents, I work with real estate investors. 
work with event planners, uh, wedding planners, kind of stuff like that. Um, I've also worked with bands. So I'm all like over the realm of where I work. I just want to truly believe in your company. And I feel like that's where I can express what I'm doing the best. So, okay. So we all have heard the term like social media management, social media manager. Like what exactly does that mean? Because I feel like everybody could benefit from that. But for personal use, like you would obviously probably not have a social media manager because you're just doing it yourself. But when and why do brands, businesses, people, companies use them? Like what what's the difference? Yeah, so I feel like the most important thing with a social media manager that people don't understand is like when you don't have the the time to sit on Instagram every single day when you make a post, you don't have time to be on there 30 minutes before, 30 minutes after engaging. Um, I'll probably use that word a lot because engagement is like one of the biggest things with Instagram. But you don't really have time for that. Like you put all your time and effort into making the post, say like that takes people sometimes like two or three hours, like making a caption, making the post. And then they put it, but you have to engage. Like you have to engage before and you have to engage after. So engagement is super important. Um, You want to be engaging with people before, after, during, when you're posts, even when you're not posting, um, just being on organic. The term organic is another word that I use a lot. You really want to nail down organic followers. So that's, I guess, where it kind of comes in with spam followers or buying followers. I guess a lot of people hear that word. Yeah. Okay. So wait, I have to ask. Okay. Yes. So I have heard all of those terms. Yes. Engagement. Yes. Yeah. So like, okay, let's get, go even bigger. <laughs> We've heard all of those terms, but the big term really is algorithm. Everybody says it, everybody talks about it, but like who actually knows what it means? I would assume you do, but I don't. Like I understand there's some kind of like formula that I guess pushes whatever a person posts, um, I don't know, for lack of better term and understanding to like the top of the feeds or stories or in the suggested stuff. Is that like what the algorithm does? So I'll kind of go in to explain the algorithm. Uh, Like you said, like if you spend any time on Instagram, you'll know that the algorithm can behave in like mysterious ways. Um, But I think like once you understand how the like elusive algorithm really works, you can tailor your content strategy to like work with it instead. Okay, so so how do you do that? Algorithm works. (laughs) Does that mean you're like giving away industry secrets? Okay, (laughs) I'll get into this. So there's six key factors that like Instagram has like branded (laughs) the algorithm for feed posts. Um, So the first one's interest. And then you have like relationship, timeliness, frequency, following and usage. And those are like the six main things that Instagram. I feel like I should be taking notes right now. (laughs) I know. You've already lost me. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you said some some things that we haven't heard before yet. So, okay. Yeah. So I'll I'll explain. Yeah, I'll get into it. So um, the first one is interest that I mentioned. And your feed, like your Instagram feed is like only based on who you follow. It's also based on like the accounts and the types of posts that you kind of like, like historically. So what you're liking normally. So it's your interest? Yes. Not who's interested in you. No, your interest. Um, Okay. So the more the Instagram algorithm thinks you like a certain type of post, the higher it will be on your feed. And then... I've seen that. Yeah. When I like, so I'll like pretty much everything that Jess posts or some of my friends. So I always get fed 
their stuff. Like I get that side of it. And I think I think for the most part, everybody kind of is clear on that because then you just kind of keep getting like the same, I don't know, say five people or five um, accounts that keep coming up. So you see everything because that was when I noticed that there was something different because I'm like, weird, like how come I haven't seen so-and-so's stuff in so long and I'd have to actually like search them and then I'd be like oh my god I've missed like a thousand posts like where why not and then I kind of like started to understand that because I'm engaging with (laughs) these other accounts that's what I'm seeing so is that like is that explaining it kind of for myself (laughs) yeah no that would make like the most sense on your Instagram um but then like another thing that it tries to do is like it tries to calculate your relationships and like your interest levels, like as soon as you follow somebody. So it's by serving like it serves you their content right away when you follow them and it kind of monitors how you engage with it. So if you just follow somebody and you don't like any of their posts ever, like they post one photo the next day and you don't like it, they're probably not going to keep showing up on your feed because you have an, like Instagram notices, oh, they followed them, but now they're not engaging right away. So like they're going to go to the bottom of the page. And now we're not going to keep showing them until they go out of their way to look at their content again, if that kind of makes sense. That yeah, totally. totally. So if we go search them out, then they'll bring them back for us. Yeah. And then um, another factor is timeliness, which I said. So it doesn't only pay attention to how much your engagement Instagram post gets, but it also looks at how long ago the photo was posted. Um, so it cares about when you posted it because it only wants to serve you the latest, most interesting post. So that's where like it comes in where people are like, how long does my post last on somebody's feed? And literally it's like 48 hours. That's it. Like that's how long your post will last. So after 48 hours, you're not going to show up on anybody's feed unless they're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And they're like going to like on your page, their for you page for 20 minutes. Like that's literally happened to me. It's like, okay, you're caught up. And I'm like. Yeah. (laughs) Get off Instagram. (laughs) You have reached the end of Instagram. Yeah, I've literally reached the end of scrolling. I was like, (laughs) oh my God, that's embarrassing. So I guess that's why, like, you have to post all the time then, because after 48 hours, like, if your followers haven't liked what you posted, it's gone and they won't see it again until you post something new. Or, like, now because of that, you've. like drop to the bottom of the barrel and unless they search you out they're not finding you at all or they're not seeing what you post yeah that's that's how the algorithm is getting to you now but oh. Um, so okay a lot of your business how what do you do because say we post like a, a starting out business i think we should or whatever like in anything because say you post a picture and i don't like that one picture you're gonna not show up for me the next time no, no, it, I don't think like it worked that quickly. Um, I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that's quick. That's quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but another thing I wanted to talk about with the algorithm is like, that's why you have to find your personalized best time to post on Instagram. So you kind of hack the algorithm that way to increase your reach and like get more likes and followers. Um, that's why. And how do you do that? Yeah, the insights. <laughs> Tell us the, the deets. Yeah. The Instagram insights. Those are like a lifesaver, especially as a social media manager. Like all my accounts for okay. my clients, that's where I'm checking every single day. Um, it kind of shows you. Uh, actually, the insight shows you so much. Like it goes into a lot of detail, it shows you the gender. So, what gender is looking at your page more, where the most people from a certain city are looking at it, and then what time they're most active 
tells you the days and the time specifically. So that's... Okay, so that's where I have a question. Because obviously Mm -hmm. with our podcast account, it's set up as like a business account. So you're getting all of those um, metrics and insights. So that last one though, which is, I guess, times, active times, is that how when like how often I'm active on our account or when people are engaging with our account so say like Wednesday at 3 p.m the graph shows the highest peak is that because that's when people are engaging with our account or I just happen to be on for a gross amount of time at that moment no that's when they're active the most so that's when they're on their own page like your followers are on their own page and they're engaging with content so that's when it'll be most likely that they'll engage with your content if that kind of makes sense yeah that totally makes sense so that's definitely when we want to be posting more yeah and i think yeah if we see that there are like our the graph shows like like i said peaks at like three o'clock that's when we want to send out a post or a story or a reel yes and you want to be kind of consistent with that so if you're posting every day at 10 a.m and that's when your your followers are most active you want to stay consistent with that time because every single day now or every other day, however often you're posting, they're going to be like, okay, at 10 a.m., uh, Lauren's on Instagram and she's making a post. Now I need to make sure I'm on at 10 a.m. Yeah, but do people actually do that? I mean, when you become like a big account and people like care about your content and what you're posting, like say for a podcast, every single um, time you post, say you're saying when the podcast come out, then at 10 a.m. on a Friday morning, they're gonna be like, okay, they're posting the new con- or the new podcast, and now I'm gonna go look at it. So people are actually then kind of tracking themselves in a way, like they know that an account that they're following that they love is gonna post something around 10 o'clock on a certain day. They are aware of that, and so they purposefully go on Instagram around that time to, like, see that particular post. Yeah, and then that will, like, when you're posting at that, it'll give yourself a better chance of getting more likes as well. So when you're posting at a certain time, they are, and everybody's active at that time, they're more likely to see your content than what they are three or four hours later. Okay, also, side note, I love how you actually do have a pen, Lauren, and you are taking notes. And I'm actually not, I haven't written like, one single thing if, down. I'm holding it. As for if fun. this is not being recorded or anything. <laughs> I just play um, it back and listen to it later. Yeah. Um, no, well, it's I, fine because I've written it's nothing. interesting. Well, good. Um, you can just listen. So that will help our metrics. <laughs> no, so it's interesting. Like, I would never think to go on at a certain time in case like first of all I would never even notice when anyone posts anything um myself but like I would never think to like go on and be like hey 10 a.m is when they're posting this uh their new post I'm gonna go check it out like I just like go on my Instagram and see it when I see it type thing do most people do that am I like behind the times or or do you think you're seeing it when you see it or that's like all been planned by the algorithm so I think that kind of like ties into the next part of um, what I was saying. So the frequency, <laughs> okay. no, like frequency, that's another part that the algorithm plays. And it's like, how often do Great you open segue, the Instagram Jess. app? Um, <laughs> if you're a frequent scroller, scroller, wow, I cannot speak today. Uh, your feed <laughs> will look more chronological since Instagram tries to show you the best posts since your last visit. 
So if you check Instagram app less often, then your feed will be sorted into what Instagram thinks you like instead of chronologically. Oh, so you're seeing what Instagram thinks that you want to see, whether it's actually what you want to see or not. But because of like what you've done historically, it's just going to keep like re-showing the same thing, basically. Well, I noticed that because sometimes it's like 13 seconds ago and sometimes it's like two days ago. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? when I'm scrolling down like it's not in chronological order yeah I have noticed that too so I guess okay well that just you just answered that like yeah curious just over here debunking the algorithm myths one I know. At a time. now you guys are getting all the hacks <laughs> so no, I, okay I, I think one of the major questions that I have had and I've heard people talk about this and there's always differing opinions and I actually don't know what is true and what's not true so when you post a story and or you post multiple stories and then it shows you who's viewed your story if you are at the top of that list is that because you're someone who's like watching every single story is engaged like is or is that just random because you've got people that will say like oh yeah if you've got the same person at the top that's because they're like on your account checking you out but then you've got other people that are like no it means nothing help yeah so that kind of like leads into um the instagram algorithm <laughs> also <laughs> so uh with yeah so when you like scroll up and you see who um is looking at your thing those are people that engage and interact with your account the most so on like okay. my uh business account socially broke like my dad is number one because he's my biggest fan <laughs> Um, so so every time like he sees a story, his name's always at the top and he's always the first one because he's constantly engaging with my page, like always viewing stories, liking posts. So yes, you are right. Like that. So it's not just to do with the stories though. That's like overall engagement. Yep. Overall engagement. What if they're not like, what if they don't like your post, like they're not liking any of your posts, but they're still like at the top of your story Check that means they're list. like looking at your like you looking is that at that you? mean they're going, going through your, your posts is so, that being can it, that even be tracked i think like with the algorithm stories like it just wants to make sure that it's always showing you the latest stories from your favorite account so like if you log on and you go to your page and you haven't looked at stories all day like the first five is going to be people that you're constantly interacting with and are interacting with you also sometimes they're oh, not even in the right okay you can tell that you like it's yeah. always the same person it's always the same people right at the very beginning and then even if it's like not the most recent story right yeah so I think like that's the biggest thing with social like our Instagram and social media like people are like oh I don't want to show up in my story today or oh like I don't want to post a story I'll just make a like content post and that's it but like you have to be showing up in your stories every single day because that's how you get pushed to people's front of their pages and that's where you want to be because people aren't going to sit there all day and scroll through every single story that they have who knows how many people they're following so you always want to be pushed to the front so you always want to make stories you want to make stories that have the questions polls uh swipe up stuff like that will get you more engaged with people and then it'll keep pushing you okay so I was wondering about that too like does that even matter does it do anything like if I because we like to do questions we like to do polls because we're trying to engage with our audience and I'm like okay so what if only like one person answers so you know I didn't know if that like added to any like extra clout within our account 
Well, if only one person engages, it's not going to, like, put you on the back of everybody's <laughs> stories now. Like, <laughs> That's it. We're done. Like, you'll... Yeah, no, for sure. And, I like, the more views you gain, the better ranking you'll be on people's pages. But, like, if, what, like, there's times that I post polls and, like, four people will respond. And I'm just like, oh, okay, like, I have 800 followers, but I guess only four of you wanted to respond today. Like, that one time is not going to just going to push you to the back, I guess. So how do you okay, really get, like, real exposure? Like, this is the big question here. I mean, we've all, we all have those accounts that we follow that have a bajillion people that follow them. Like, you know, we could, just to name a few off the top of my head, like, you've got the bird's papaya, right? She's everywhere it's crazy like I can't open Instagram without seeing like four different things is that just because she's just posting all the time everywhere or like how how does for instance like a nobody and I do that in air quotes become a somebody on social media I think that's one of like the biggest questions that I get (laughs) yeah your clients are like how do you make me the biggest company ever well they want you to grow them right yeah and that's that's such a hard question because it's like, well, I like I don't specifically know how to get you from 200 followers to 200,000 followers, but I know how to get you organic followers that will eventually could get you there. And like, that's kind of my whole like goal with social media market or management is like, I want to get you people who care about what you post. I want people who are dedicated to your brand or your business. And then we start there and then we can eventually grow into bird's papaya (laughs) with uh two million followers so you mentioned uh an interesting point there organic followers versus what you mentioned before which is paid or like spammy like fake ones like bots Um, you hear that a lot now bots well well, also bots i think that's even like a separate question like what are though those like what are they like should we do that should we buy followers no, 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 no. <laughs> do not buy followers. Oh my gosh, that's like my biggest thing. Um, Do not buy followers because those are the people, like the best way to explain it is when you buy followers, they could be from anywhere in the world. Like they don't really care about what you're posting. They're just another number on your page. And yes, when people go to your page, they see you have 20,000 followers. Like that looks cool. That looks like awesome. It's like, whoa, she's famous. She has 20,000 followers. But she has 20 but likes then, per post. Yeah, and that's the thing. You have 20 likes and then you have no comments and you have no people saving your posts. You have no, like, or again, I'm saying organic so much, but you have no organic engagement. And it's like, you could have 200 followers and you have 40 comments and you have like 100 likes and people, like 20 people have saved your posts. And that's the organic engagement that you want because those are truly people who are going to share your brand or your company and show it to new people and then those are more organic followers and then more and more and it just like keeps going down the long line instead of right away oh now i have twenty thousand followers but nobody cares about so does the algorithm know that though like does instagram know when you've bought followers versus um acquired them organically because would that throw it off because i feel like they both serve a different purpose like you said if you show up and you've got 20,000 200,000 followers maybe they're fake maybe they're bought but if the right I don't know brand um, finds you and they like something that you post or they think you're pretty or cute whatever the standards are these days and they're like well she has 200,000 followers we want them to now be like 
and I use this term loosely, an influencer for our product because obviously there's so many people watching their account. Is that like all complete bullshit or like does that matter? Honestly, like that's kind of hard because like influencers are different. Influencers are different. Like I don't really work with influencers just because it's not really organic work, if that kind of makes sense. So like to answer your question, Mm -hmm. like, yes, if you see 200,000 followers and you're a brand and you're like, oh, she'll be perfect. Then you send her a bunch of stuff and now she's going to post and like that could go in your favor or it could not. There's like a lot of people that will um, send like their products to influencers and get no sales off of them. Yeah, because if they bought all their their followers, they're not real. So nobody is even paying attention to your real stuff. You guys can tell like, don't you ever get random follows from like random accounts? And I always say no to them because it's like, you don't even know me or care about me. I know you're trying to buy me. It's usually just it's a like bit dramatic, but yeah, I get that too. And we get that a lot on our account in the DMs, especially. It's like asking yeah. us to, yeah, yeah. And th- okay, so this is a whole other question, but yeah, we get those, um, yeah, people that send a DM that is from one account, but all it is is asking you to follow another account. Is that a buying system? Yeah, is it a bootleg version of you? <laughs> no, 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 like I like myself I guess I can like just talk for myself but the only thing I do in dms is like start organic friendships like I'm not trying to sell you what I'm doing like I'm I'm not gonna message you and be like hey this is what I do and follow this person and follow so me do you and do? blah 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 like no <laughs> like how do you how do you slide into dms <laughs> organically oh, man, those are that's my favorite <laughs> I love how you said you're trying to build organic friendships like from your clients accounts no, no, not for my clients. Oh. I'm talking about my own. But also, <laughs> but also, yeah, like my clients as well. I But you also like I act as my clients. So right. I'm talking the way that they would talk. But you just want to like introduce yourself and you're not saying like, oh, buy like buy my product or. Yeah, there's no call to action. It's whatever. just like a genuine relationship. Building. No. Yeah, it's just like, hey, I came across your page. Like it's like I love how it's so like beautifully curated and whatever. And I love your posts and. Um, this is my name. My name's Brooke. I own Socially Brooke and I do social media management. Um, hopefully we can stay in touch and kind of like go from there. And then sometimes people respond, sometimes they don't, but at least you're not like begging them (laughs) to take your service, I guess. (laughs) Well, I think just outside of like somebody that's doing a service or trying to get attention for a brand or a service, like those, those messages that we've gotten a lot lately more than um in the like since we've really had the account like it's been almost every day that we're receiving yeah this dm from somebody that we don't know i've never it's like a crazy account name too like it's like letters it's and always numbers. like marina one two three four six, yeah nine, 10, 11, 12. zxy and then yeah. there and then you open it up and it says hey Love your account. Go follow this account. And then sending you to another crazy named account. Like what, what exactly is that? Like that's what what is that? What is that? That's a bot a hundred percent like that. I know there's one going on around right now. Oh my gosh, I forget the name. It's like her something. Perspective. Stop. Sending... Perspective. <laughs> no, 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 not you guys. Not you oh, guys. Oh, that's who it we is. Know. Those perspective girls are just spamming the shit out of everybody. Does it sound like our name though? Because that's just great. <laughs> no, no, We've no. I hacked. think it's like her company or something Close like that. Close enough. But there's just like, 
they keep going in people's pages and it's like, oh, you need to follow this account. And like you're saying, they're random people with like Maria 9,900 numbers behind her name. And it's like, as soon as you look at that, you're just like, this isn't real. Like those are bots and those are people that are just like trying to buy followers, but initially not buy them. They're just trying to gain followers, but it doesn't work. Who's buying into this though? Like who's like, you know what? I am going to follow Maria 9,651ZXYTF. Like who, who is like, (laughs) this seems like a very legitimate account. I'm in. Like who's doing that? I'm buying what you're selling, Maria. (laughs) (laughs) And these people are like following nobody. So it's like they have zero following and zero followers. And it's like, what like how do people go on that page and like this is real like i'm gonna go look I'm at gonna this go girl look now. at the nothing that's on this account because then you go there i've gone just out of curiosity I'm like hey what is this because i always am just expecting <laughs> and assuming it's just gonna be sex anything like just naked chicks everywhere. that's exactly what i was gonna say when we were Only growing fans. up when we were just getting social media like and we were just getting internet like back in our day they said like don't like trust anyone on the internet so i still have that mentality like if somebody has no followers i'm like oh you're clearly or like content. a sicko yeah or content or exactly nothing i'm like you're a sicko and you're trying to be a predator so like no thank you maria that's where my head goes <laughs> predator yeah, maria sicko so <laughs> yeah maria when did <laughs> that mentality like go out the window are people like more trusting now or something like why are we not all so weary of these people well, I think because they're a not I think people, it's, yeah. for one. <laughs> they're yeah, robots. I guess it's like... But, but I, what I'm trying to understand is, like, what is the purpose of that? Because then, say you are someone who's not, you know, smart, <laughs> and you go to this account, you see that they posted but absolutely nothing. But you did nothing. go to that account. <laughs> yeah, because of curiosity, okay? Um, but you see they've posted nothing. They have one or two. Like, it's always, like, 11 followers or something. Like... So what are they trying to do? Like because the account that yeah. you're being sent to is what also fake. Like so it's there's it, you're just not there's nothing being generated. Like I feel like it's almost like more of a hacker type thing. Like where somebody's trying yeah. to get your engagement to like maybe creep into your stuff. I don't even know if that's possible, but that's that's what I'm getting from it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Or they're like click this link and it'll take you to this. Like never fall for that stuff. <laughs> like or like what you said, Lauren, how you went to um how you just went out of curiosity. You're like, "Oh, I'm just going to go look at it." Like that sometimes is their priority. Like they're like, "Oh, she's just going to look at it because she's curious." And now she ends up on my page and now my page is getting engagement. More engagement. So it's like you think that you're just like, "Oh, I'm just going to go check quickly." But that so still do counts not in give them the time algorithm. So Instagram no, just block what it says like doesn't know oh. that it's a real or fake account then. Instagram now is getting like way more in touch with like it's um like upgrades and bugs and whatever they do, but no, now you can tell like even with Instagram right now, like you can't unfollow on your account more than 200 people a day or else Instagram will cut it off and it'll kind of like block you out of your page why are you trying to unfollow 200 people so like when you mass follow i guess on like some people will like mass follow on accounts and then they'll go back and they'll kind of like like revamp their page they'll be like okay well now i'm following 3,000 people but i want to go back to following 800 so then you can't unfollow all of those people in one like sitting this is going above instagram my notices like why do we want to do that <laughs> Yeah, I've been hearing this actually that this is kind of like a new trend that people are and I guess it's people that have like larger following accounts that are going in and doing this big cleanse of 
who they mm-hmm. are following. So it brings their number down and keeps their followers number high. Does that matter? Like that's the same thing, right? Like if you kind of fake it that like, okay, you follow all these people they follow you back, so now you've got 5,000, but then you go in and drop it to, like, 200. That makes you seem more desirable or something as an account? Uh, Yeah, like, so the less, I guess, people that you follow, but the more follow you, like, looks better in Instagram's eyes and other people's eyes. Like, if you look at, um, like, celebrities, they have, like, 2 million followers, but they're only following 500. Or, like, sometimes they're only following, like, 100 people. So people are, like, more inclined to go see what they're posting and follow them because like, oh, 2 million people follow them. Like now I want to go look and they don't really follow a lot of people back. So they must be like a big deal. That's like what goes through people's heads. It, I know. Which is crazy. And it drives me crazy because for celebrities, I'm like, first of all, they're probably not even doing their own Instagram page and you can kind of tell which celebrities Oh yeah, do. that's a question I have. Like what are celebrities doing their own Instagram? Is it really them? No, there's no way. Not, like they not even Kim K. They don't care about that. Yeah, like I don't think they no. care, right? Because they just no. And that's why it's like, oh, it's so frustrating. Well, they must because, care if they're paying someone to do it. Well, they just know that they have to have it as part of their whole brand. You've got to be touching every. And they're spot. making money. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're making money. Every time they post, like they're making money. Like Kylie Jenner, like she makes so much money off of her posts and especially when they do like sponsored ad posts why would she get money from not a sponsored ad i think that i read somewhere that she gets money just for any time she but posts on who? instagram why? instagram yeah. i'm honestly not sure i feel like god I damn it brooke we need you to know everything <laughs> i know i'm sorry next time i'm like be way more on it but yeah <laughs> why don't you know exactly why kylie jenner gets paid yeah. like how come Can you, you don't know her all of her business now i'm gonna go research how much she gets paid. and who like, is paying her? every single post yeah, i re- need to know research who's paying her because that is interesting like who the fuck would why is nobody paying me for my posts <laughs> well i know why is nobody paying me like what I think is this i'm not gonna answer that like, I don't even post yeah, at all. Well, there's I suck. one reason you don't post, so you get paid for nothing. Oh, so, like, what? Okay, should I post? <laughs> like, are people. Speaking of posting on Instagram, which is the whole purpose of the platform, should I, know, I be but... actually doing what it's meant for me to do? <laughs> I'm just wondering, is it like yes. better for my brand? Like, do I need a brand? I don't have a brand. Like, should people be doing this? Well, I think, okay, can I try and explain what Jess is saying? Yes, yeah, yeah, you go, yeah. Jess, are you saying, are you asking, Brooke, as an, just a regular person, <laughs> should we all yeah. be striving to become, like, a brand? Like, is the the use of social media as just, like, a sharing tool for pictures yeah, and events? Yeah, is that out Is now? that gone? Like, everybody's just, like, you need to be a so, brand. <laughs> I think, like the main focus of Instagram is like business accounts and content creator accounts, your personal account. Like, no, you don't have to be posting. I don't post on my personal account anymore. Like, okay, I just, I, you don't need to post anymore. Like every single thing you're doing on your personal account, like, Oh, I'm drinking no. this coffee today. And I'm doing this, but like on your brand account, like, yes, I want to know what you're drinking in your coffee. I want to know what you're oh, doing shit. every single day. <laughs> I was like, Oh, thank God I'm off the hook. And you're like, nope. no, no, no. Like, <laughs> get posted people lauren's always because she runs our social media she's like we need these pictures i'm like i don't want to 
See, I know that we need content and we need to be posting all the time, but just makes it very difficult. So it's usually just me on social media. So all our listeners, (laughs) when you see this face, it's because Jess doesn't want to. It's not because I'm a terrible co-host and I'm like, look at me only. (laughs) Even though it appears that way. I don't have a (laughs) co-host. That's the thing. Like people want to see the face behind the brand and like they care. They care about like- they care about what you're doing. Like, oh, on my lunch break today, I went for a hike. And it's like that gets people being like, oh, where'd you go hike? And where'd you do this? Instead of like, I post something about social media and then like three people will comment compared to 10 people who commented about my hike. Like they care about what you're doing because they want to know who you are. And then that will kind of translate into your, empty in and your brand. Yes. I mean, well, COVID. Like, <laughs> I know. And it's okay. like, you're posting about what you did on lunch. I walked to Giant Tiger for dish soap today on my lunch. Like, <laughs> woo. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, woo, nobody wants to know that. But you kind but of not- have to, like, go out of your way and find things. Like, it's like when you're making your coffee, like, instead of making your coffee in two minutes, take that extra, like, minute and make your coffee look pretty and then post a picture of your coffee or take that extra How minute. How do like, you make a coffee look pretty? Trust me, people find ways. You got to find the ways. Okay, so that's an actually excellent segue into another, like, section of the social media world. Is curation of accounts still a thing? Because I've also been hearing that people are kind of overseeing those perfect accounts that are, like, all in the muted colors and everything just, like, works and makes sense. And it's all, like, this perfectly curated account, not just the post. All the stories are as well. The reels, too. Like, basically what curation is is just branding like your branding like that's your look that's your feel that's your vibe um but is that kind of going away now too or is that still very much where you want to be no, as a brand or a business I definitely think like that's still super important like especially when I'm taking over a client's page and I'm doing full management like my first thing is like I need to figure out your brand I need to figure out your main colors that we're going to use on the page, the fonts that we're going to use, story highlights. Like people go way past story highlights and they don't even realize how important those are. Oh yeah, um, we don't do that. I just did I don't that. even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> serious. But like that's... I feel like so I'm yes. getting a bad report card right now. There are. This is why you no, don't you're run learning. our social you're media. <laughs> Thank you, Brooke. Yeah, this is why I edit behind the scenes. Nobody knows how slacker I am on social media. Lauren well, they do now. Team there. Well, now, yeah, now I can't hide. Okay, no, so no, definitely that's still important. important. Yes. And, like, even okay. the smallest things, like fonts. Yeah, when something's not cohesive and there's, like, no rhyme or reason to it, it doesn't look good. It's not, it's not like you want to spend a lot of time there. But how do you – I didn't – okay, so I see people changing fonts and I'm like, how how do you do that? Like changing like – People – like they'll have different fonts in their captions on their pictures and I just don't understand. Oh, oh that so that – I I don't really like that feature because I, I think that a lot of people haven't updated their phones or they have later phones. So on some people's devices, the writing can be like blocked out or like you can't really see it. So I think – that that kind of like doesn't work like I it works for some people if you have the phone that's updated you can perfectly see but on other phones it doesn't so I just think the normal 
writing in your caption works the best. That way you know people are reading exactly so what you're writing. So basically don't learn how to do that because we don't want it. <laughs> no, and all you have to do to do it is just like type in Google. Like I'm pretty sure it's like font generator or something. And then you type it in. You can copy and just paste copy it. copy and paste. Do not do that. When I was like saying <laughs> fonts, like I mean like – when you, especially for me, like as a social media manager, I'm posting like tips and tricks about social media and how I can kind of help people. So when they go to my page, it's kind of like, okay, how do I like manage my story highlights or how do I look at my insights? So when I'm writing that on my Instagram posts, all my fonts are like similar within my page. So when you go to the page, you can kind of like be like, oh, she uses the same font for all of the same three fonts as what I use three fonts, but I use the same three fonts in all of my posts. That way, when you go to my page, it looks, like, coherent and it looks curated. Okay, that's good advice. That is good okay, advice. Okay, I, I want to know, is Facebook out? Like, I think it's out, but is it really out? <laughs> I mean, I don't really, like, I don't, when I, I don't specialize in Facebook. I kind of stay away from Facebook. I think the only thing that Facebook is good for right now is one marketplace love marketplace Old people. oh i'm but just if, getting into this yeah i'm getting back into facebook for this it yeah, is good but that's not really like business i mean that's like kind of i guess it could yeah, be business personal. like a lot of people are selling that's just e-commerce right it's just a, yeah another for, it's virtual shopping it's just online shopping is all that yeah. is and i mean we appreciate it because it can be good for the environment because you're kind of recycling right it's recycled goods in Mm -hmm. a sense of course um but now but then it's the same thing like with facebook instagram everything it's just so overrun by ads too like that is like you get so annoyed because you'll see something especially on facebook marketplace and you're like oh i love this and then you see that it's like a random business it's not actually a person and then it takes you to a whole like it's a whole thing and so I feel like that's eventually just going to push everything else out. Like you can't sift through the ads anymore. No, and that's what I was going to say about Facebook. Like the only good thing left in Facebook for some people is the ads because you're paying for that. But I personally don't like Facebook ads. Like the only thing I have for Facebook is like my business like page on Facebook. And that's about it. I guess like that would be another perk of the Facebook is just like people can review on there and you can kind of like quickly go see reviews or what people have to say about the company itself but Instagram's just like the way to go yes 100% Instagram is like the number one marketing right now for people so a lot of people are like oh I don't have an Instagram account like no you need to get an Instagram account like that's where all your competitors are on that's where all your um like followers and clients are like that you need to get on Instagram if you're that's where we all are at Yeah, yeah that's where everybody lives on Instagram so what about Twitter like is that just sort of a sub like just do it if you feel like it It just adds to your overall engagement I think not directed to like not connected to Instagram obviously but it's just like another place that your followers can engage with you yeah and I think Twitter has like its own kind of um it's all the social media accounts are different and I think that's what people need to understand is like if you're posting something on Instagram that should not be going on on Twitter that should not be going on Facebook like make different content for each social media account that you're using because they're all tailored in a different way like Instagram is the way Instagram is so if you're making an Instagram content post you can share it to Facebook but if you're making an Instagram caption 
it shouldn't be the same as your Facebook caption. See, I feel sense. like Instagram sets you up for failure right away then because that is an option. Because <laughs> it's linked? Yeah. So you're saying, as a social media manager, someone who's like an expert in the field, you're saying like, don't just kind of copy and paste to the other platforms. But then Instagram asks you to do that it's set up for you it gives you that option right away so me being like oh so simple click yep share that right on over to my Facebook but I really shouldn't be doing that yeah no I think each social media platform should be different but like our but you said the main focus is on Instagram anyway so who cares just populate Facebook because we don't give a shit about it (laughs) it's still interesting because I have again talked to other people and other people that have started like businesses and they still say that Facebook's like a number one place because of the groups and which are kind of like chat rooms right and it's exclusive to that business I guess so so like what are some tips then if I was and well I mean we are still kind of but like a brand or a business a person that's aspiring to be like an influencer or something like that and or content creator I know People like to be called different things. Like, what is the number one thing you want to do? Like, how do you get started to set yourself up for hopefully, like, a successful account? Yeah, so I think the most important thing right now, especially with 2021, is reels. Like, everybody keeps hearing this word about reels. Reels are, like, this dreaded thing that nobody wants to do. I know. Trust me. Like, I hate it Why does nobody want to do it? And why are they so famous then? (sighs) Because... I don't know why. Wait, why does nobody want to do it? Well, yeah, if nobody wants to do it, then why are they so important? Yeah, like why is it? I mean, maybe it's so just much? me that doesn't want to do it. No, I, I feel no, like I don't that's a general consensus. No, truly though, like again, talking amongst my peers, yeah. they, it is a thing. It's like a like a chore. Like oh god, and maybe it's because it's just another make thing. your reels. There's now three things <laughs> yeah. within one platform, right? You've got your posts, you've got your stories, and you've got your reels. So what is, is it a just reel? like I don't an, even know. And what is the difference between reels and stories? So okay, we interrupt you, Brooke. Start. Okay, okay, tell let us. me tell Explain. you. <laughs> so she's like, shut the up, biggest... and I'll tell you. <laughs> no, so I'll. So the biggest thing with reels right now is, first of all, Instagram just came out with this new thing that if reels on Instagram are now being canceled like in quotations canceled if they have the TikTok watermark. So if you make a TikTok mm-hmm. and you're posting it to Instagram, TikTok is or sorry, Instagram is not going to like put your reel to the top anymore. Like I'm not sure exactly if they're like deleting it or what they're doing right now is kind of like in the midst of being talked about. But you don't want to have that TikTok watermark. So basically, if you make a TikTok, you can't post the same one too. So basically, Instagram. Reels is the competition for TikTok. Like that's what I hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. The Instagram came out with Reels because they were like, "Shit, TikTok's taking all the biz and like blowing up like crazy, and everyone's but rushing." What's the difference to between TikTok. a Reel and a Story? Is it not a Story? A Reel is like what's going on in your content post. So the most important thing about Reels is like their visibility, longevity, and then they're like kind of an authority or leader in your industry. And then people also claim that they're fun to make. So I think with the visibility of reels, like they can be discovered by new audiences, people who aren't following you, people who, um, I guess people who basically aren't following you, like that's who it can be discovered by. So that's the most important thing. And that's how people are gaining these mass followers from reels because people are sitting on now on Instagram and they're scrolling and scrolling the same thing you do on TikTok and random reels are coming out from people just from what you're watching. So if you're always watching social media management content, 
then there's a high possibility that your reel is going to end up on somebody else's when they're scrolling of social media management. Kind of, that makes sense. So it's just, it can be discovered by new audiences and then they have a much longer shelf life. So like I was saying earlier with the Instagram post, it only lasts 48 hours. Reels can last up to like one or two months. They can still be getting views. So that's kind of like where, like, that's why you want to be making reels because you can show the same content in a post in a reel, just like kind of like a video version of it. And that's why people are like becoming so famous off of these reels because a month later, new people are finding it. And then those people are going to their account they're following them. And that's how you just continuously keep gaining followers. So big tip, reels are the way to go. And and it really is just a competition for TikTok. But do you suggest having a TikTok and yeah, like being equally as active on TikTok as you are within your Instagram? Or have think, TikTok above Instagram? I think if you're going to choose between Reels or TikTok, like definitely choose Reels because TikTok is so... TikTok algorithm is like something else. Like it's totally different. It, any random video That's can almost like episode. become famous yeah like tiktok algorithm is insane so i, I feel like there isn't one these people are famous no like how do people that are 12 get really famous on tiktok in a day i have no idea like i wish i understood tiktok and i think that it's just so random and one like somebody can post one video and be, get like 2 million views on one video and that's the only thing they have on their page like it does not make sense to me and then they're on ellen and they're yeah. literally five. <laughs> yeah, I really don't get TikTok at all. That's something that I would definitely want to understand. But I just don't think it has that like algorithm like Instagram does yet. Like it's just not that right. elite. It's new. Yeah. And it's not being used for business in the same way, right? It is Although really just like. a lot of businesses like, are, I think, getting it. Well, I think they're trying to because they probably think like, oh, everyone's on TikTok. I need to be on TikTok. But I don't feel like it's it does the same kind of thing that Instagram does where you can't really engage, right? Like you can like mm-hmm. videos, but you can't really do anything else with TikTok. And I have never been on TikTok in my life. My son has TikTok and I've been on it like once. And I'm just like, I don't even understand it. Like I just feel like it's just like this flash, no rhyme or flash mob of things. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, turn it off. Like I can't. My old brain cannot handle this. Yeah. This is definitely young for us. young people because it's like an acid trip the whole time. You're just like, whoa, so many things. <laughs> all at once um but okay so Brooke we did ask you um and then we kind of went on a tangent about like TikTok but so can you share like a few tips on a like a new brand or business that's starting out not that they just started with social media but just like what is like the best way to get some exposure and really like grow that organic growth like you said like what are how do we do it because I feel like you just get on there and you start posting and there's no rhyme or reason. And then way down, like later in the game, you're like, oh, I should probably like, you know, get a social media manager or something. So how do we save people from having to like either A, get a social media manager first if you have the budget. But if you don't, what should we do? Yeah. So I think the most important thing that I would have to say is just Again, like I keep going back to this, but like just be yourself. Like it's okay to see what your competitors are doing and kind of like take their ideas, but make it your own and make it kind of take theirs and like make it better. Like just nobody wants to follow two of the same accounts. So if your competitor is doing something, like don't take what they're doing and 
kind of like just like just don't don't be like be unique be different be you and people will fall in love with that and like that's when you're trying to be somebody else and like people talk about like imposter syndrome and that's a whole other thing but like just be yourself and that will grow like you look at again we're going back to birds papaya but like she's just organically herself and people love that version of her and that's kind of my biggest tip with like starting out is like don't pretend to be somebody else don't pretend to be that competition brand that you have like just be you and that's how people like don't love that well then we can go from there and that's where I would come in (laughs) yeah but that's just or hire you (laughs) yeah a hundred percent I organic and authenticity those are like my two biggest things that I always tell my clients and then what if you are a brand or a business or an influencer that has like kind of reached a point of pretty good success but like how do they get it to the next level is that when you would definitely want to bring in a social media manager if you haven't already like because they just you they just know the ins and outs of it yeah or like you could even try like new things like a rebrand maybe or um going live like doing lives doing igtvs doing reels like kind of like take Instagram and try new things first is like my biggest um, advice. Like if you have never done IGTVs, research that and figure out how you, your brand can benefit the most through IGTVs or go live and do a Q and A and you'll have people like kind of interacting that way. So I would definitely say like try different things if you're kind of like at at a halt with your um, Instagram account. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. How do you even know you're at a halt? (laughs) I guess if your like followers or engagement going down, yeah, or try new posts. Oh, so always look at the insights. Yeah, insights like every single day. I'm telling you, the first thing I do when I log on to my clients' accounts and my accounts is check their insights. I take screenshots of their insights every single day, so I can see personally, and also I can send it to them, so they know like in a report after the week or monthly exactly what I'm doing and how their insights are going up each day. So to be on top of that. Should we be scheduling our posts, like get a program that schedules your content? I personally don't use a schedule, a scheduler for my clients' content or my own because I, I like going on every single day. And like I was saying earlier with engagement, like you want to engage at least 30 minutes before a post and at least 30 minutes after. So if you have a scheduler, like you're forgetting about that post. You don't like it's 10 p.m. that is posted, but now you're not even realizing it's 1030 and you forgot to engage 30 minutes before you forgot to engage 30 minutes after. Like, so my biggest thing is I like to post it because I know exactly when I'm engaging and when I'm not. But yes, a, a scheduler is good for a lot of people because they don't have that time. So I would say if you don't have that time to go on before and after and engage, then yes, use a scheduler because those are very helpful that way. So when you say engage 30 minutes before... Before you post something, so you're engaging with like yeah. your followers. So um you can like Four go through and minutes? like a bunch of people. I know it sounds like a lot, but that's where social it's media manager hour. comes in. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. But like you're going on and you're liking uh your followers' posts, you're commenting on your followers' posts, you're going through stories, you're reacting with people's stories, you're kind of like making yourself noticeable to your followers. So that way when you're posting or after you've posted, they're kinda like, Oh, what are they up to? And they're going to your page and they're checking your new posts. Right. Wow. I mean, this is definitely not a conversation that can be had in one hour. <laughs> but 
But what you've said is like really helped clear a lot up. Like I, you know, just even that, the 30 minutes before, the 30 minutes after, I didn't realize that that is something that should be done to help with engagement. It's And it's always that big question, like how do you really get engagement and then how do you organically grow? And so you've kind of answered a lot of that. And now I at least have some takeaways for our own. Yeah. And you've explained the inner workings, obviously, of the algorithm, which is like a huge mystery I think to literally everyone I know and debunk some stuff for us making it all a little bit clearer it's not like to me it's like some scary entity social media and who knows how it works and it's not straightforward like it used to be like you post and then I post and then you post you know what I mean now it's a lot more going on so that I think this is really helpful for small businesses people that are branding like existing businesses everything for sure yeah I definitely agree with that and so the last question that I have actually is just about like buying and promoting posts. Is that, does that help or hinder your position within the algorithm? Um, you know, cause you're obviously if you promote it, you can add who and where you want that post to be seen and seen by. So does that affect anything or is that good I guess is it good or bad is the question. So yeah, with promoting posts on Instagram, I think it's like very beneficial because you're reaching again that larger audience that doesn't follow you. Um, so they're able to like go look at your page. So for example, if you're doing a giveaway, I think like the best thing that you can do when you're doing a giveaway is pay for that promotional post. And that way it's coming on people's pages and they're like, oh, let me go look at this giveaway because it's something free that I'm going to win. And now I'm going to go to that person's page and now I'm going to see what their posts are. And oh, now I like their posts. Let me follow them. And like, that's the mentality of a lot of people. So it's almost like that when they see that free aspect, like everybody wants something free. It's like, oh, I'm going to enter this giveaway. And you see on giveaways, people have like 300, 400, sometimes thousands of comments because all those people are like, oh, I'm going to win something. And they like that like royalty yeah. of winning, but it's also something free. And now they're on your page and now they're looking at your content. So definitely promotional posts are like, if you have the expenses for it, um, I mean, they're not that expensive. I think like if you have it up for three or four days, it's like $100 or something like that. Um, but I definitely think like it's worth it. And definitely if you're doing a giveaway, like my biggest thing with people in giveaways is promote that post. Interesting. Awesome. Okay, good to know because we've done giveaways and didn't promote the post. So now <laughs> now we know and now we will. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of homework to do. We do. I took no notes, um, but... I will listen to this. (laughs) No, this was absolutely awesome. And I think our listeners will benefit too and get some like quick tips and easy takeaways to like get themselves started or make some changes within their own accounts and, you know, help their own brands or businesses. And I know we will too. Um, So tell everybody where they can find you and hopefully you'll get some more engagement. Yeah. So my Instagram is sociallybrook with two underscores. You can find me on uh, Instagram there or my Facebook business page is just socially Brooke. You can also find me there as well. And uh, on my Instagram, I do a lot of tips and hacks. So if you like the content that's in this podcast, definitely check out my Instagram page because there's some more of that. Awesome. And as always, follow us at perspective underscore podcast on Instagram and um, you'll be seeing us on the reels a lot more in in an upcoming future. (laughs) I can't wait. Yes, can't wait. (laughs) You too, Jess. Jess reluctantly will be there. But yeah, thanks so much, Brooke. This was amazing. No, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Bye.
Bye. Bye. <laughs>